there's a bit of a Freaky Friday situation going on here, uh, where I showed up really early, and Jackson is playing video games during the recording. Yeah, but I'm uh, playing real video games. I'm playing NES Ice Hockey. <laughs> okay, I may I may actually yes be playing a bit of NHL right now. <laughs> I, Mal, you haven't listened to the last ep- or the we haven't released the episode yet, but I realize that I'm concentrating better as a podcaster while I while I game. You may also have ADHD then. Yeah, That's you the probably good. have ADHD. That's probably what it is. I'm not gonna Kansas City healthcare. I'm not <laughs> health education. I'm not. I'm not gonna listen to you. I mean, like, I also have ADHD, so that's probably it. All right. Well, I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn my game off because uh, it's well. It, it, now, now I'm just getting mad that you guys are distracting me from the game. So I'm, <laughs> I've decided it's time to turn it off. He's gonna respect the sanctity of his gaming. Yeah, that's right. Now, how terrible of a time are we having today? Um, it's a mediocre time. Mediocre time. Ah, interesting. <laughs> Now there's a word I haven't heard in a long time. Oh, oh, oh I Jesus forgot Christ. about that. Jesus. <laughs> Nerds. Also, I um was like not busy, but like actively trying to not be online yesterday. Oh, interesting. Because I wasn't busy, I wasn't doing anything. But what was with the whole like Canucks burners thing? Yeah, who here paid attention to that? I had to pay attention to that because I don't know. I was not trying to be offline yesterday. So, friend of the show, Adrian Pooley, decided to go on a meltdown <laughs> and, that... And not just friend of the show, employee of the show. <laughs> he's my he's my favorite guy that I've feuded with, because it's just not... Like, I don't... I try not to go after him very much, because it's just not fair. Like, I have never seen him take a W for anything, ever. But anyways, right, please, he didn't continue. take one this... Well, he might have taken one this time. When he okay. goes to A and W, he just goes goes to or instead of A and W, goes to A. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, that was that a was great, bad. great video. <laughs> Glad you interrupted Elliot for that one. Anyways, please go on. Anyway, so Pooley noticed that new or Twitter user Tessa with Tessa a bunch of hearts or something with a bunch yeah. of hearts um, is probably friend, former Canucks Twitter personality Ben Dover's alt account. Two yeah, people right. I have I've never I do not know at all. Well, are these, Ben are these known was quantities? the first. Uh, hold on, hold on one sec. Sorry. Jesus. Hey, Vias, can you turn the gain on your mic down? I don't. I don't have those functions on here. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just using a headset. Oh, you're just using a headset. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I can do that thing where I put the cord around my ear ish, so it's closer. If that's gonna help. Uh, no, it's just it, you're TikTok you're just, you're, style. You're just really loud. You're like way louder oh, than everybody. Oh, louder. Else. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's always something. Yeah. Um, oh, you want to know something funny? I um I like I directed a friend of mine to our heritage minute that we unlocked, and he was like, "Why is this one guy so much louder than everybody else?" And I deduced that it must have been that I was so tired of you being quieter than everybody else that I just brick walled your um fucking sound so that it would be like loud as hell but now apparently you're too loud on that one so i don't know you fucking produced the episode it's guy a, i'm not gonna name <laughs> it, it's 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 important to uh it, like it's good that i have a very distinct voice on the show that's true yeah so true. you know whatever it takes anyways as you we were saying Elliot, anyway as we we're saying Pooley then proceeds to show clips of like these two users having the same opinions about things 
and most damningly the same photo of things, including well, what I thought was like the nail of the coffin of this case, which was a screenshot of the word mediocre, and it was circled in exactly the same way. Hmm. I Except mean, you posted yeah. that picture. Yes, there you go. See? Anyways, this all yeah. comes down to the fact that it doesn't matter who a burner account is. If you are really have a vested interest in that the guy named Ben Dover, who joined Canucks Twitter because his wife's boyfriend told him to. <laughs> if you're really invested if he's a real person or not, you might need to go outside. Yeah. I know it's hard to do right now, but just put on a mask and go. Yeah, he is bad. He's just bad at being online. So it's not uh, it's not really his fault. But, man, it's it's funny the way he just, like, comes with so much confidence at people and just gets it complete. Like... The definition of tripping over your own dick. My favorite my favorite one was the time he said Vias was white. That, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, that was is awesome. That who that is? <laughs> I really respect him. He is really resilient. Like he <laughs> doesn't like it doesn't matter to him that he has never won a single internet fight. It's not gonna stop him. He's gonna get in an argument every single day. Yeah, that was his best that was his best day. So uh welcome to another episode of Roxy Fever. We got Mal joining us uh today. How you doing, Mal? Um, I'm doing great, you know, just watching, um, Hockey Wives, honestly. Hell yes. So that actually oh, like, is not a good marker of, like, my mental health in general. <laughs> I mean, what do you watch when you're happy? I mean, like, other reality TV. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what could you tell us about Hockey Wives? I have literally never watched even a single episode. Okay, well, it's really just a normal reality show. I mean, it's that, like, format, except for, like, it's just like real housewives except for it's just a bunch of people who are married to various nhl players happen to be yeah happen to be married to it's like the real housewives but all the husbands are nhl players yeah um because like on real housewives like the husbands never show up anyway either so it's not like it's that much different so but ryan miller does show up on the show ryan miller does show up ryan miller's wife is so funny um like in one of the first episodes she's like talk she's pregnant at the beginning of it and she's like talking about how she's gonna be like super pissed if her baby like is all white <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> she's is she part like uh south asian or yes, yes she is that's hell explicitly yes. addressed in the show because she says that her parents were not exactly a fan of her becoming an actress oh that's um, funny i i it does does like ryan do ryan winning do uh, Ryan Miller and Noreen DeWolf come across as like the best adjusted couple? Because that would be my instinct. Um, probably. Fair. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've only seen I the mean, first like, episode, actually, but I like, would the say thing so. is that it's really funny because like Brandon Crust and his like girlfriend actually come across like relatively well. Oh, that's but, like, interesting. I had no idea who's in it. So George and I started watching it the day he had his meltdown. Because we were like, oh, we absolutely have to start watching this. I was reminded oh, yes. that we need to start watching this. And then, like, in the first episode, she says, like, that, like, she's like, yeah, he's not like other hockey players. Like, he's, like, very nice. <laughs> he's not good. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, literally, like, three hours earlier, he, like, just was, like, yelling at some black woman and saying that she was, like. <laughs> doing doing reverse racism was the, was it, was the take. Yeah, just to, to catch people up on that one. Um. Basically, I was just looking at this right before we recorded, and some of the tweets are deleted. But basically, some ran- what appeared to be a random black lady with no connection to anyone posted a meme about, like, you know, just 
whatever general like white men suck you know the kind of thing that's really insanely popular on like blue check twitter um and i brandon press got insanely mad at it and then uh the lady blocked him and then he like found her on another uh i think on instagram and started harassing her there (laughs) about like doing reverse racism and then of course like this happens to be on the exact same day that uh Spittin' Chicklets starts bumping their podcast that they recorded with Brandon Prest. And so it turns into a pile-on, and then uh, Brandon Prest just, like, keeps making it worse on himself by saying things like, how could I be racist? I watched Hidden Figures ten times and cried (laughs) every time because it's pure beauty. And then, you know, it was great because then he said that, uh, he said to, like, Brock McGillis, who's a openly Not Not a real name. Uh, openly gay former uh player take it back that um that like like never played in the nhl but like um, (laughs) but played it played in like junior hockey he said he like said something about it and then brandon press was like oh well you must just be mad that you never made the nhl because hockey players are the most respectful athletes on the planet and then the brendan leipzig thing happened like a week later (laughs) um so yeah it was just a it was just a banner day all around for for everyone involved one question: Did Spit and Chicklets push that episode because he was in the news? Um, I don't know. Maybe or did he I wouldn't just be surprised. But I think I think it just happened. I, I think it was just a coincidence. Yikes! Oh, okay. So I so I saw this like quote earlier today, and um, it was Bettman talked about how the NHL has continued to produce content on all platforms to keep fans engaged during the pause. When like literally all I can think of is that is just like we have maybe weekly had just like here's the worst person you know he plays in the <laughs> nhl and that's pretty much been what the keeping fans engaged has been that's like, amazing nobody ever cares about hockey enough like on like twitter and stuff for it to be like any of like the trending things and then literally like something like leipzig was like the like fifth trending topic in like the u.s nobody has <laughs> oh, that's amazing <laughs> if the if nhl pr had their heads screwed on right all they would be doing right now is just sharing players dogs which yeah, which like yes. which like real fan like actual like like good fans actually already do um it, yeah yeah but shout not- out to the dog bracket the dog bracket has proved that everyone that supports the vancouver canucks has um brain damage uh, myself included but um like literally because they're, they're voting they for the see. dogs or because they're voting for the wrong dogs? They're voting for the wrong dogs. Okay, yeah, okay. glad All to right. see you agree. Alright, can we talk about this? Who's uh, Who's got a bad... Like, uh, obviously, Brock Bester's dog. I'm sorry. No, Brock, Brock should have lost. Yes. Oh, solely on the basis that his dog's name is Cooley. Hey, um, <laughs> Vias, I'm sorry. I'm gonna, like... We gotta figure out how to make your mic less loud. Oh, shit. It's um, so loud. Like, it's, really? it is literally, like... Five times as loud as anyone else's. Uh, um, what what are you? Are you just like recording on like Apple earbuds or something? No, on like these like old ass Bose headphones that have a have like okay. Little can you adjust thing. the? Can you adjust like where the mic is? Uh. Like, can you move it up or down? Like, is that no? Okay. Um, How about you know? I could I could use the. Uh, probably shouldn't use that. 
don't have sorry to interrupt i just like like i'm literally getting notifications on cast that are like the chell heteros microphone audio (laughs) is very loud and maybe clipping (laughs) so i'm just i'm partly worried about your audio like even being usable when this is done so um trying to think of what my other options were it wouldn't work to uh use my laptop microphone actually it would completely work it would work completely fine as long as you left your headphones in yeah okay should i if i leave this and come back and see like that's because i can't do the settings on here i don't think you can yeah i think you can just like leave and come back the second vios gets back i'm gonna feel like wow way to show up on time (laughs) that's funny Hey, there we go. Wow, Vyas, way to show up on time for once. <laughs> oh, man. I hope his mic just isn't working so we ha- we could just, like, shit on him and he, he like, can't say anything back. If you're trying to say something, we can't hear you, dumbass. Oh, man, this rules. I fucking hate recording remotely. It sucks so much. Yeah, it's... Hello? Hey, there How's we go. This? Definitely causing problems. Is this better? Okay, That's better, uh... yeah. That's a lot better. It's uh, it's, it's like, an appropriate volume now. It's an appropriate volume okay. now, yeah. All right. I just want to know if I should be like really close to my laptop or not. No, where you are <clears> right <throat> now seems fine. I think really like the laptop mic is probably preferable right now until like you get a real mic. Yeah, I'm getting an Acme version of the tin cans now. Oh, uh, nice. Shipping. So though. Mal just went to get a Lacroix. And no, I'm back. back. Oh, she's back. Okay. Um. So who who is featured on Hockey Wives? Just to like get a get a general sense here. Honestly, like every single episode, like a new person shows up and I don't know if I just can't tell them apart or if it's actually a different person. Yeah. I know there's like Getslap's wife, maybe? Uh, there's definitely, there's like a group in like LA. There's a lot of LA people. Because also it was filmed like, at least like the first season, like 2014, 2015. Um, which is why, because Nicole Brown, Dustin Brown's wife, is batshit crazy. She's great. I love her. Um... And then Ryan Miller's wife and Brandon Cross. I think he's actually, it's her, his girlfriend at the time. Then they do get married and then they get divorced. And that's like, so now in the present, <laughs> they're divorced. Do they, do they just have like a rotating seat for Ryan Kessler's girlfriend? <laughs> Mistress? They should. No, that's what the entire show is. Um... <laughs> I, uh, Mal, I, lo- I think you tweeted, uh, until the Canucks win a cup, uh, the greatest achievement is having multiple blockbuster trades happen due to cucking. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's extremely true. Like, what, what other team has that accomplishment? The thing is, I didn't realize that other teams don't have that going on. I just assumed that that was, like, the basis for a lot of trades in the league, but... The only other time I've heard about that being a thing was Jeff Carter. I thought that was because of Coke. Well, I mean, maybe, but I've... I can't imagine that's true because also, uh, like, uh, Michael... Delzada? Noyeth or whatever? Oh, he, uh, Michael who? Sorry? Vyas spoke wife. over you there. No, he knocked up Radko Gudis's sister. Oh. <laughs> and he didn't get traded. They were both just, like, chilling in Philly for a while. Radko Gudis has gone, like, has way raised up on my power rankings for cool players because he just came out and said the nhl should cancel the season i thought that was dope did you guys see that yeah i wonder if he was just like doing drugs and then got really worried that he'd get tested <laughs> maybe i don't know i don't know what to do in like 
Do you like check? Here, I'm just googling. I didn't prepare for this episode at all. <laughs> I'm sure and, they uh, don't. That was kind of the that was kind of the point because I just wanted to record one about random uh, bullshit because there's been a lot of it. Um, that's happened over the past couple months, but I'm just Googling NHL players sleeping with uh, each other's wives. There's also the Sean Avery thing, right? Well, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Alicia Cuthbert, because the Gaslight Anthem song, Here Comes Your Man, is about hockey or something. Yeah, well, she, so she, um, she married Dion Phaneuf, right? But she dated yeah. Sean Avery before she married Dion Phaneuf. And then Sean Avery got fined by the league for saying, I don't know why everybody in the league wants to date my sloppy seconds or something like <laughs> that. Um, yeah, yeah, Sean Avery, uh, sometimes a funny guy, but that was not. Uh, that was a low moment for him, for sure. Almost as low as whatever you'd call. I don't know, I'm thinking about Dion Phaneuf's eyebrows and just like that weird caveman thing going on. Okay, so I pulled up I pulled up an article here that's uh, twelve NHL players who allegedly slept with a teammate's wife. <laughs> Written by Jackson so, McDonald at Canucks so, Army. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, honestly, I should do that at some point. Um, but apparently, there are a few on here, and they are not all from the Canucks. In fact, I think only one is the Canucks. But oh no, two. Okay, so. Here, let's go through. I'll, I'm going to go through them. We can highlight some of the good ones here. Uh, Chris Chelios and Ronald Corey on the Montreal Canadiens. I never heard about that one. Never, never. I don't know who Ronald Corey is. Me neither. Uh, obviously, no one cares because it's not because uh, you know Chris Chelios is in the right because he's the better player. That's how it works. <laughs> You just side with the better hockey player. I'm just speaking from a purely like managerial standpoint. <laughs> that's that's how they look at these things. They don't they don't care like true. who was wronged. They're just like ah oh, well, which of these players is better? Um, number eleven. It's, Jeff- a, it's a draft interview question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number eleven, Jeff Brown and Kirk McLean. So that's the that's the one that kind of kicks off the numerous Pardon? rumors for Vancouver. Did Jeff Brown and Kirk McLean. No, you didn't know, know that. that? No. Are you stupid? About. That's literally the one that everyone mentions. That's like the one that actually has a, a no, it's like not. real no, backing to it. No, everybody talks about Kessler and Schneider. No. No, yeah. dude. Yes. One of the reasons Kessler and Schneider got talked about and got dismissed all the time was because people were allegedly just recreating the Jeff Brown and Kirk McLean story. Okay, well, on the dumbass forum at Canucks.com, uh, that's not what we talked about. I will say I'm I, honestly I, shocked. I, like I this is this is new even for you. The fact that you haven't heard about this before. I don't. I don't keep keep track of what's going on in 1994. I will say I did once hear a rumor that Luongo may have been involved in something too. And you know what? Crushed me. I will say he's never been involved in anything except getting Darcy Hordachuk, uh kicked off the team. That was funny. Did you guys see that, Mal? Did you see that? I sent that to you. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember who said it to me. You got to remember, I'm in like seven different group Jackass. chats, and that got sent to me in, in like three different chats. So I couldn't remember who sent it. Oh god, that's amazing. Could you, uh, could you just like restate that story for us, Mal? Yeah. Wait, I have the screenshot on my phone, but I didn't find it. But essentially, uh, yeah, Darcy uh, was just taught like making like dumbass jokes or something for like. I don't know, like 20 minutes. This oh, He's like, being Vyas. Like, in AMA on Reddit. Um, and then, like, Longo, like, didn't, like, 
he apparently was like just like getting annoyed just sitting there and then literally just stood up like after like 20 minutes and was like don't worry this is gonna be his last game with us and then the next day he got traded deplatforming king that's amazing fuck i fucking hated darcy hordacek too was he on like a pto or something is that why no 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 he was um he was just a bad like fourth line you know grinder or whatever so that was like his last nhl like chance then wasn't it i wouldn't be surprised longer just retired hordacek because of bits <laughs> <laughs> that scares me yeah it should scare you <laughs> Um, okay, who else is on here? Apparently Danny Heatley and Jason Spezza. Uh-oh. Oh, fuck. I think I've heard that before. As uh, maybe like an Ur Ottawa Senators being insane story. Jeez, that's that's insane. Um, Eric Lindros and Rod Brindamore. Wow. Wow, that's a tough one because, I mean, which one of those players do you side with? Yeah, I don't know. I mean... I guess it depends on when this happens. Yeah. Uh, Mike Comrie and Tommy Sallow. Was that involving Hillary Duff? It's maybe. That would be that would be wild. Yeah, and okay, so here's Jeff Carter and Scar- Scott Hartnell, which was the one I was thinking of, which they have at number seven. Hmm. Uh, Dion Phaneuf and Craig Conroy. The GM of Calgary? <laughs> or like the one G- one-time GM of Calgary? Uh, maybe. I mean, this was when Craig Conroy was playing for the Flames, so... Oh. I don't remember Craig Conroy ever being in a GM role, but you might be right. He did go up to management at some point. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, apparently, Tyler Sagan and Nathan Horton. Oh, well, yes. no. Tyler Sagan, um, like, uh, had sex with the GM of the Bruins' daughter. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> this all makes so much more sense now. <laughs> okay, then that trade is probably fine. Like Peter Shirelli's daughter? Maybe. That's amazing. Or like, a, like, or like an AGM like or, something? or something. Yeah, I mean, maybe it was just an AGM. It was, it That's was amazing. Where did you hear that? Organization, he had sex with their daughter. Wait a minute. Who wasn't Benning a G- AGM at the time? It was not yeah, his like, Russian oligarch daughter. It was not. Have you seen her Instagram? I no. Mean, like, probably no. The answer is no. De- I've defi- seen definitely not. daughter's Instagram. Uh, sorry, who, who is the Russian oligarch? I missed that. Oh, I just was saying that, um, oh, I can't remember her actual first name, Jim Benning's daughter, her Instagram is very weird, and she, like, is, like, a, it's, like, the same energy as, like, the Russian, like, Tsarina's Instagrams in general, where they're just, like, fulfilling the, like, a hoe never gets cold, like, mentality, and just, like, <laughs> carrying, like, a lot, like, no clothes in the snow, and, like, um, then also there's, like, weird edits of her dad. It's really good. Georgia sent it to me. I need to find it. Shout out to Georgia, by the way, who would have been on this episode if we were able to have uh, more than one guest at a time with the software I'm using, but uh, we can't. So, sorry, Georgia. (laughs) Four people max in here? Four audio sources. Oh, that's So, if two people are in the same room, it's fine, but during quarantine, it's not going to happen. Well, this is really difficult because, like, Georgia and I, we are both, like, deeply intellectual um, and so our entire Instagram, like, DM history is just, like, sending back and forth just pictures of various Canucks dogs and, like, the, like, heart emoji face. Just, like, <laughs> pages and That's pages awesome. of this. <laughs> Discourse. Um, 
so they got they got Ryan Kessler and Corey Schneider here, but the most interesting one to me, I just read it while you guys were talking, is uh, Sergey Fedorov and Pavel Bure on the Russian national team. Oh yeah, that one. I'm just gonna that one I'm I just gonna read a little bit of this because it's very scandalous for a number of different reasons. Well, they're not even the two most famous people involved in that. No, they aren't. It's true. Sergei Fedorov and Pavel Bure were Russian powerhouses for their Soviet team and were also good friends. When they both made their way overseas to the United States, Fedorov landed popular blonde tennis player Anna Kornikova. When the two were going what? out, Kornikova started to become friendly with Bure as well and allegedly became engaged in 2000, which was vigorously de- denied as she was only 18 years old at the time. The following oh, no. year, Kornikova actually married Fedorov back in Moscow, but they divorced in 2003. <laughs> And then the last two they have on here are Brendan Shanahan and Craig Janney, which I remember hearing about. And but this one I did not hear about Patrick Sharp and Duncan Keith. I don't know if any of these are true. There was like this entire summer where it was just like alleged that Patrick Sharp was just like cucking everyone. (laughs) I can't stop. Definitely like one of them was definitely like Kane's girlfriend or something. So like incredible power to Patrick Sharp. But yeah, there's like a long list of Patrick Sharp's like misdeeds. Who do you remember? Like, what what do you remember from that? I I, I mean, I'm sorry, I don't like other than just a lot of people. Just just it's too <laughs> many to count. Yeah, I think it was every player in Chicago or ever on the same team as him. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Patrick Sharp was also involved in the like sort of adjacent to the uh, Jeremy Roenick firing. Because while Jeremy Roenick obviously got fired for making, you know, sexual comments about his female co-host, he also made sexual comments about his male co-host, which was Patrick Sharp. Okay, I have this actually. Uh, Pat- Sharp had sex with Patrick Kane's girlfriend. Sharp had sex with multiple ice girls. Sharp had sex with Duncan Keith's wife. Sharp was kicked out of this uh, the house this summer by his wife. Sharp's wife is pregnant with their third child. Sharp has been having sex with Cheryl Scott from ABC7. Sharp got a <laughs> pregnant along the way. There was a fist fight in the locker room at some point due to Sharp's l- sex life. <laughs> okay, this has reached Dr. Seuss levels. <laughs> <laughs> I will cuck him on a plane. I will cuck him on a train. Uh, yeah, that's great. Um... The one thing that you like turned me on to while uh, while quarant- like while we were in the midst of the you know beginning of <laughs> the various quarantine related meltdowns from current and former NHLers, something you pointed out to me was that Jeremy Roenick essentially admitted to being involved in a legal gambling ring by oh, accident. That was great. Yeah. So what happened yeah, there? That was also really brushed over, and I feel like it shouldn't have been. Yeah, I agree. Well. Yeah, I mean, what happened to Gretzky? Because I know Gretzky was actually in trouble for that at some point, Yeah, because right? his wife was involved. Okay. They, so it was, now, it was called Operation Slapshot. The, like... Which is just so the, you got Like, you got to save that for something bigger. Yeah, it was, like, this undercover thing, like, in, like, South Jersey and, like, the Philly, like, mob, essentially. Awesome. Oh, I guess that's probably why there was, like, legit uh, punishment given. Yeah. Because like when I like when I saw the thing about Ronick, I'm like, who's gonna enforce that? Like, that's probably why like nothing's happening because like it's such an insular little community. Well, um, it also happened like over a decade ago. Oh uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. But like, not like a bunch of players got named, but Ronick and Travis Green both got named. 
Yeah, and and what like what draw drew our attention was that um someone asked Jeremy Roenick like a question on an AMA or something and he was like, "Oh, boy, Travis Green sure is good at playing cards." <laughs> like <laughs> you don't want to play against that guy and then everyone was just like, "Wasn't the time that you played against Travis Green in cards also the time you were involved in an illegal gambling ring?" That explains why uh, Jeremy Ro- now now I realize why Jeremy Roenick was playing in Double A baseball that one season. <laughs> uh do we do we want to uh stretch out stuff on Le- Leipzig first um yeah before we just kind of shoot all that's the shit? a good that's a good place to i guess let's, let's give the fans what yeah get into want. here obviously like the other sort of semi-big story that we were you know supposed to talk about a while ago but ended up getting you know like we we went in on judd bracket for like an hour and a half with jd and justin so it felt uh right to to table the Leipzig stuff and also to maybe talk about it with a woman <laughs> and not just have a bunch of guys be like, boy, sexism sure is bad, eh? But um, I kind of, th- the thing about quarantine for me is that I'm waking up at around 11 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time every day. And by the time I wake up, most of this shit has like been happening for five hours at a time. And I have to, you know, get um get caught up. So could you just like, what do you remember about the Leipzig incident? Can you give like a brief oral history of it? So basically like the whole, like I, I assume that it was like somebody's like girlfriend or somebody saw it on like somebody's phone. I think so too. Yeah. It because like, it's definitely, it's just like, cause that's not something that somebody, he was like, Oh, my friend's Instagram got hacked. No, it didn't. Nobody cares about like somebody else's Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is hacking. Yeah. Very loose term of the word hacked no nobody is hacking I mean, maybe nobody's he hacking just, like, men's accounts as well <laughs> maybe he has <laughs> a bad password or something that his girlfriend figured out but again still same thing yeah. all right let's guess what his password would be <laughs> it's probably just like titties <laughs> <laughs> titties 420 just like try it i'm sure it works <laughs> yeah he's like oh somebody hacked my instagram account no one would have ever figured out my password his password is one two three four five six <laughs> Yeah, like, and then I guess, like, I, I don't, was it originally on Instagram that somebody made that account that had, like, all of the things? That, yes, that's what I was, that that's what I was linked to anyways, and then the account got deleted really quickly. Yeah, but, like, obviously, people had saved stuff from it. Um, But it was just, like, a, but it was him and, like, his brother, which was very weird, Um, and then, like, a bunch of What other- is the deal with athletes getting their brothers involved in sex stuff? Was, that was the day <laughs> that's amazing i didn't know that yeah no it was later that day there was the thing about uh what's his face football man yeah i can't remember his name <laughs> yeah but he definitely like in one of his like very gross like crude messages where he like says like hog or something um <laughs> he like says something about like he had like sex with this girl and he was like oh like he like wanted his brother to have sex with her too or something that was a Somebody should have like discussed that more. I That's feel like that very got normal. Over. So yeah, for th- I, this was interesting to me because I remember when Brendan Leipzig was like was a Canuck. I remember when he came here, there was some fanfare because he was one of those classic like he's in the he's not. I wouldn't quite call him like the Sea of Grandlands. He's more like the Sea of um, you know 
bear cheese where it was like, <laughs> you know, these guys that hadn't gotten a shot with their the team that they were on and then came to the Canucks and there was this hope that they would become like top six guys with a with a better, you know, chance to play or whatever. And yeah. something that was really interesting was that at the time when he came here, everyone was just sort of like, man, this guy's just bounce around from team to team. Like, he can't seem to get a foot in anywhere, but he's pretty good. Like, what's the deal? Why don't people, you know, respect him? Why don't, like, <laughs> why can't he get a shot? And now something like this comes out, and I'm like, fuck, how did we not know about this, like, you know, five years ago? It would have saved us all a lot of time. There was a bit of a sense that I I think I remember this where because he came from the Leafs, am I right? Um, he was, he was a, a former Leaf. Yeah. yeah, I think there was like this weird sense that oh, the Leafs are a good young team. Uh, if we can get one of their good young players, like that's good news for the Canucks. Yeah, totally. Uh, that was sentiment. I'll also say that I feel like there's a distinction between the Sea of Grandlands and the Sea of Bear. One hundred percent. In that seas, the Sea of Grandland, uh, you're only in there if you're not considered old stock Canadian. That's true, yeah. <laughs> like, you get, you, like, a, a player like Leipzig, uh, if it was Leipzigov, uh, he would have a, like, less of a chance. Yeah, I game. think that's, I think that's fair. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I think the thing that stuck out the most to me about, cause there was, God, there had to have been like 30 screenshots that were shared, all of just like Leipzig and his, his buddies or whatever, saying some really, really heinous shit about, like, a, like some of it was sort of garden variety, like, dumb sex stuff like kind of casual misogyny or whatever and then it just but it, it like kept escalating further and further and uh one of the things that really stuck out to me was where he was like calling tanner pearson's wife fat and like yeah and he was like there was a lot of him just like insulting people's girlfriends too yeah like there's a point where he like is like making fun of like connor mcdavid's girlfriend because she has like a bruise on her leg like yeah it's just bizarre it's really weird and that's i think kind of one of the things that like stuck out to me immediately was that like people who wanted to because there were a lot of people that wanted to defend this behavior as like kind of normal or like oh you wouldn't want your secret messages shared or whatever which is true but like this is not normal like i have i've known a lot of shitty guys and like I, you know, I've been in like high school locker rooms and shit, the kind of places where like you expect men to speak heinously about, yeah, about women. And like, this is still a degree of magnitude removed from, from that even. Like, I have never in my entire life heard a man like comment on a woman's weird legs. That's like, he's like looking for like, it's like you hate women so much that like you literally are just like, just like going down your Instagram, just like Instagram explore, just being like, what can I just be rude about today? It reminds me of like the burn book from Mean Girls. Whereas like these are weirdly specific burns that you have on these people that like don't, that no normal person thinks about, you know? And then he did eventually end up getting kicked off the caps, right? He only got kept off, kicked off the caps because he's not good. That's so, true, like, yeah. No, if of this course, was like fine. Patrick Kane or something, no one would get it. Patrick Kane has done like worse things. Yes, he has. <laughs> he 100% he has. Is just chilling, making a lot of money. He's just vibing. Yeah, no, certainly. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think like I don't 
have a ton to say about it other than just like what a fucking clown this guy is and you know it's obvious now why like you know he's never really had a career because like even i hate making this point because obviously the the most important thing here is just like why would you speak to anyone like that and it's obviously like the misogyny is next level but at the same time it's like you're fucking talking about like the wives of better players on your own team like how the fuck he do you think that's gonna work insults, out for you? like his like line mates or whatever when he actually was playing yeah but i mean i think that's also like that might be part of the reason why he's doing this shit too right is that these guys are better than him yeah. that's true like, yeah if he's mad about it like if it like if he's mad about these guys being better than him and like definitely gonna have a longer career than him it kind of makes sense that he's lashing out yeah no just, that like, that's very fair because the there's the two things that came across to me about it like on a psychological level where one how just like insanely insecure everybody in this chat was and i mean brendan leipzig's like five foot two so maybe that has something to do with it <laughs> but um you know that and then also just like how boring and bored it all was it was just like there was no like i think vias pointed this out to me but like one of them missed had like a really hilarious misspelling of something <laughs> and they didn't even change the group name to that yeah exactly <laughs> like it's just that's not how you have a group chat with people like it's just ugh. like i would not ever want to spend one second with any of those people like it just on a, I, it's i know that that's like a an aesthetic criticism of a a more serious thing but it still just stuck out to me like how fucking boring and dumb and lame all these guys were yeah and also like i feel like the biggest like takeaway or whatever was like literally whenever somebody does something stupid and like the whole like austin matthews thing like in like august or whatever it's just like exemplifies how much people are like willing to go to bat for like people they like, do not know and like mm-hmm. also these are not your friends the like uh reaction from everyone was both somehow being like oh this guy's an anomaly and then also being like oh but that's just how guys talk like it's just like locker room stuff and it was like it can't be both like he can't be both an anomaly <laughs> and then also this isn't a big deal yeah exactly um, this is th- this whole thing is really weird because you kind of have to approach it from a bunch of different angles because one isn't just going to cover it because okay yes on the one hand this is a cultural thing and you know i think it's the NHL's job to try to stamp this kind of behavior out as much as it can. But at the same time, it's also on an individual level still worse than what's normal in the culture. Yeah, he's like, he is very despicable. And like, I think that he probably hates women more than the average NHLer. Um, but that doesn't mean that I think that any of them are like free from like misogyny or whatever. Certainly and I not. Think that means that like, this is like even that unique of uh, it's just like maybe not to this like level of like insulting people's wives yes but i think that there is like obviously like the entire culture where they just like hype them up from so young of an age that they don't even like understand that they're real people almost absolutely yeah they, they never learn any sense of humility at all yeah, yeah the the only takeaway for players is that I think all NHL players now have a signal app on their phone. 
But I think I think that's the biggest change it really means for the league. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, I think another thing that sort of I, I, something that irked me a lot about the the discourse around this was that it just felt like anytime you centered on something where you could have a productive conversation about it, it was immediate. There was just an immediate attempt to pass the buck somewhere else. And so it's like if you want to have the conversation about how you know this was a uniquely bad incident involving Leipzig, um, there's a point to be made there. Like that's not invalid. And I think that you know I also think that part of affecting the culture means you have to deal with things on an individual level too. But you know, and then you would have people saying like, oh well, this is a this is a hockey culture problem, so you can't just focus on Leipzig. And then you would ha- you would have people taking it even further and being like, oh, well, this isn't a hockey thing. Misogyny is a problem everywhere. And it's like you just eventually dilute. At some level, you need a level to deal with it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, ah, oh, well, you know, not, it's not our problem to deal with this. It's a bigger problem than just us. And the thing that always pissed me off about that so much is that, like, how do you solve anything if you just continue yeah. to just be like, oh, well, this problem is bigger than me. Like, the, the NHL is not responsible for solving misogyny, but they can deal with, like, what is essentially a workplace safety issue and, like, a healthy workplace issue on their own terms in their own league and hope that maybe, like, someone else learns from that or follows suit. Like, I, it, at the end of the day, you have a player who is talking shit about his teammates wives and like you know if i i I think i said this on twitter but like on my at my job if like i walked into the kitchen and told my boss that like i thought his wife was a hag my boss wouldn't go like well you know really this is a society problem (laughs) so i can't do anything about this you're saying Tom Wilson isn't standing around the corner ready to suck a puncher? <laughs> this is one occasion where it's like, I'm glad that Tom Wilson is employed by a hockey team. <laughs> he seems like, he actually seems like a fairly benevolent Chad. Um, so like, I could, I don't know, maybe I could see him like punching out Brandon Leipzig if, if it ever came to that. Um, the other thing that I thought was interesting was that, you know, like some people, including myself, made a point of sort of, you know, comparing this to the kind of thing you might hear on Spit and Chicklets and uh, how much some people decided that that was completely out of bounds, um, which obviously I don't think it is. But Yeah, Spit and Chicklets is like just such a like, perfect example of like hockey men being horrible and celebrated for it. 100%. Um, and especially because like they like identify as like a player's podcast or whatever. Um, so like they also won't call them on any of their shit. Like they can basically, they won't ask them any like tough question or anything. It is Um, a locker room. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't, and people, I guess are refused to think critically about the things they like, or just like think that because they like something that it can't be bad in literally any way, shape or form. Um, So it's really ridiculous. And I, I don't know, like, Spit and Chicklets is just, like, it is both misogynist, like, they refer to, like, having sex with women, and, like, they refer to them as kills. That's the one that always sticks with weird. me. Yeah, that's really um, gross. And then, like, even if it weren't, even if, like, Spit and Chicklets was, like, literally just, like, all, like, statistical-based hockey podcast or whatever, and said <sighs> nothing, like, literally nothing, 
they would still be like affiliated with Barstool, <laughs> yeah. which is a horrible institution. So, but they do drink pink wine. I think it's vodka. Yeah, pink wine so, is vodka. So I don't know, guys. <laughs> so misogyny is actually fine and fake. Misogyny is fine when you, as long as you color code it. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's fine and pink, just like all the uh, horrible NHL merchandise you were shopping for the other day, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so as we like discussed, like I um, have been losing my mind over the past like two months. Fair. Um, so I went through the entirety of NHL shops, uh, women's section, because <laughs> <laughs> um, I was trying to find the worst things. And there were a lot of really cool Uggs that were like red and bedazzled. Um, there were like a couple like bikinis that were horrible. Um, Yikes. <laughs> there was an Ottawa Senators branded thong, which was really cool that is like uh, i you ha- you need to see a therapist if you've ever considered <laughs> buying that that is like the problem is that like some of the stuff only makes sense as like i could see getting a player's wife like if you're in like the clique of wags and you're welcoming a new wag into the <laughs> sorority sure i could see getting them that but like that doesn't justify a merchandise level run of these things <laughs> yeah did you mal did you post something of a uh Somebody on the Capitals having slippers, like championship branded slippers. Oh, um, Jacob Rana has has slippers. I saw that. Wait, do they sell those at the store, or did they just make that for? No, I think he legitimately like went to the Capitals store. That's like probably oh, okay. attached to their arena. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> that's great. I think. Yeah, I mean, nothing's as good as the fedora hat that I I once bought. Oh, what? I like people know this. I, I bought uh, as a gift for a buddy uh, at the Canuck store. They're selling like fedora, like cowboy type hats. Uh, they they look really sick, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like fifty bucks. It's very stupid. It's <laughs> uh, amazing. I think something that Mal kind of touched on earlier about like how people just can't think critically about things that they enjoy anymore. This is something that has been riling me up for a long time and something I've been thinking about a lot, especially like the process of leaving Canucks Army and everything. Like, I kind of feel like somewhere along the line, and it's always been bad, don't get me wrong, but somewhere along the line with like the internet and like fan culture really coming to the forefront, um, the idea of like just enjoying something and it not being a part of your life and your identity, that went to the wayside, you know? It was like, no, 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 if you like something, that's who you are. And to say something critical about it is to attack someone's identity. It's like it's like somewhere along the line saying you were like a fan of hockey or a fan of like this team it was like, if you were to make fun of somebody for that or criticize that, that would be like, making fun of them for like what color hair they have or like where they're from, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, obviously not the same thing, but for some reason people have just grown incredibly attached to um, certain media properties and just cannot handle the idea that other people would have valid criticisms of them. And also they would have valid criticisms of something, but that doesn't like mean that it's like, completely irreparable like it's like something 100 percent. they're like oh this is like oh like well i think that this is bad for like these reasons and so like it can't exist anymore and it's like you you can even acknowledge that things are bad and like still 
mm-hmm. watch it or something or consume it. When I was growing up, a huge portion of fan culture was hating the thing you were a fan Which of. Which makes sense, because if you're a fan about it, you actually know it and have thought about it enough to be critical of it. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about when I was, like, in elementary school. Two things that everybody, all the, like, boys in my class loved were hockey and Star Wars. And you could bet that they had really, really strong opinions about all the things about those those things that they hated. Yeah, you like know, other people like it was like or bad, and if you like them, it, you're a bad person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I yeah. realize that completely negated your last thing that you're saying, but no, but I, I it's it, point still stands. Yeah, I I noticed like so many of the replies to the Leipzig stuff were about oh, I guess I need to make sure nobody sees my messages. Like there was there was nothing about Leipzig. It was nothing about the decision somebody else made. It was about, oh, they'll also come out to get me because I'm like Leipzig, apparently. Yeah, that shouldn't have been the takeaway of being like, oh, I need to delete my messages or like need to know somebody tweeted something. They were like, the moral of this is like, uh, make sure you know who's in your group chat. And you're like, that's not even close (laughs) to what the moral was. Yeah. Yeah. The real the real problem here is snitches. Um, Yeah. I mean, the thing about that is that on the one hand, like. I understand because, you know, I certainly would not want every single thing I've ever said to be disseminated around the internet, both because, you know, sometimes people say shit that, like, they that gets either taken out of context or, like, it was a dumb thing that they said and they didn't mean it or whatever. But the thing about this Leipzig thing is it's not one screenshot. It's, like, it's 35. Pattern. And there's I a pattern. I have not seen all of them, yeah. Yeah. and There's it's, so it's, many to go through. Yeah, exactly. There's there's so many of them. Like, it's, I, like it gets in, ridiculous. Like, just like I don't know, like chugged half a bottle of wine and then like read all of them because <laughs> <laughs> that's like what I needed to get through it. Um, Did you tweet about having like a huge uh, folder of screenshots? And was that a, was that what this is about? Uh no, I did. I mean, I did, but that was because I was trying to find um, a picture of um, Elias Pedersen and uh, his nephew dog to send Sam. Um, and so I had okay, to go enough. find them. <laughs> what is a nephew dog? It's his brother's it's, dog. It's tequila. It's his. Uh, it's his brother's dog. Yeah. So back to the Canucks uh, dog bracket. Uh, tequila <laughs> Patterson should not be allowed in. This is a clear well, the reason. Okay. So I I take the blame for that because she was asking about a sixteenth dog, and like um, Tyler Mott hadn't gotten his dog yet. Oh. Okay. Like, and so we knew the sixteenth dog, and I was like, oh. Well, he'll get out because he's not really his dog. There's got to be one of these players who are only getting a dog for the cloud, right? Like they feel left out. Probably. Oh, 100 like, percent. If you're trying to get into that, like boys, like that young prospects club kind of thing going on with the Canucks, where you know it's it's Hughes, it's uh, it's Horvat, it's Besser, Stetcher with all their dogs going around, like they probably want to want to be a part of that and get in on it, or their or their spouses are are like. <laughs> Why can't, yeah, why are our Instagrams not doing numbers? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, and also, like, maybe their girlfriend's bored and, like, needs to, like, run a dog account in the first person. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more likely that, like, they, the wags just, like, want to have something around that will emote when they, <laughs> like, talk to it. <laughs> you know, they're certainly not getting that emotional support from NHL players. Well, Travis Green banned them from playing games, so I'm sure that uh, they're all showing That was Michael Delzato, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. It was Michael yeah, Delzato. That was mainly Michael Delzato, yeah. 
Michael Delzato, another guy who surprised me um, because he was on the radio this week also saying that like if uh, opening up the opening up the season puts even one player at risk, they shouldn't do it. Well, obviously, like he it doesn't matter to him anymore because he already got his name on the cup. So <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> he got his name on the cup despite never playing a game for the Blues. He did not play a game for the Blues. And he didn't got his name on the cup in a cup day. Holy shit, that's You know Michael like tells people that he was the one who picked Gloria as their rally song? Of course that's he does. That's amazing. I, I would honestly, I would believe that. But I would also believe that he's just making that up for clout. I would believe that he wasn't even like on that road trip, though, if you like, also, so. Do you guys remember when uh, that... I think it was Lisa Ann, that porn star, yeah. just like shared <laughs> all the all the DMs between her and Michael Delzato. Absolutely. Yep. That was amazing. That was like back in the Halcyon days before we had, uh, you know, dozens of these kinds of incidents. That was like before Bertanning got caught with that Twitch stream thing, right? Way before that. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. was this was yeah. when he was on like New York. Season. Did you get? Have you guys seen any pictures of Jake Furtanen lately? I saw the one that somebody posted today. Yeah, there's one of uh, him. <laughs> I think shared one with me that was like he's like on a treadmill with like a fucking like oxygen mask. Or oh whatever. yeah, he like, did his VO2 max test today. That's right. Yeah, and and <laughs> he just sent me the the photo and uh, and he was like Jake's at fat camp. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he's he's going to be the first NHL player to ever show up to camp out of shape twice in the same season. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, it rules. Respect. I want to see, see the, boundaries the, getting broken. Is that sorry? <laughs> We'd love to see boundaries getting broken. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Breaking the, photo- the fat ceiling. <laughs> Jesus Christ! The photo I saw of him uh, was in a bit plaid shirt, though. Yes. And lines can deceive. So uh, I want to. I want to see. I want to. I want to see a different angle of him uh, before I make any conclusions. Also, getting fat in the offseason has nothing to do with whether or not you're a good hockey player. Yeah. There's a great uh, picture somewhere out there of uh, Alex Ovechkin after winning the Stanley Cup with just like a giant beer gut. You know, they oh, just yeah. they just like prepare two or three weeks ahead of time and then shed it. And... Well, have you seen the picture of Pat Maroon just like in Vegas after they win? The <laughs> yes, Cup? I love that picture. Oh. Yeah. I feel bad for NHL players sometimes because it's just like Pat Maroon really just looks like a normal guy in that picture. <laughs> but like because he's an NHL player, everybody's like, damn, this guy's fat. <laughs> Whereas like if you just like saw him on the street, you'd be like, ah, there's a normal white guy with a beard. <laughs> he just looks like somebody who's who's doing like pub quiz yeah, or something when fine. you go out oh, to the this bar. Guy. Somebody had a meltdown on Twitter yesterday, too, about, like, NHL players looking lame these days because they had a picture of, like, you know the one picture Gordie Howe where he's, like, super ripped fishing? Which I feel like we talk about a lot. Absolutely. He puts it back in comparison to, like... Oh, it was the winded, uh, the NHL go from steak and potatoes to kale and mineral water. It's it's not Coca-Cola and cigarettes anymore. Yeah, and it's like yeah. if Pat Maroon was an NHL player back then, he would be like the third most ripped guy in the league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My um, my buddy listened to the show for the first time recently and asked me why it was called Roxy Fever, and I told him the whole like thing about the Roxy flu and how we adjusted it slightly, and like guys would go out to the club and get hammered and then play the next night and be terrible, and people would say they had the Roxy flu or whatever. 
And he was like, damn, I miss those days. I'm, most things about the past were a lot worse, but at least like <laughs> athletes used to just treat their bodies like absolute shit. And you could, you could be like a fat guy and be really good at sports. I miss that. And I was like, yeah, I agree. Okay, I have a, I have a question. Um, <laughs> why do we call it Roxy Fever and not Roxy Flu? We've already um, talked about this on the show. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, we've also talked about it before, but yeah. It's just because it doesn't it. sound as good. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Yeah, okay. The whole <laughs> corona, corona flu thing, we're trying not to get... Oh, back to, that, like, that's fair. the good old days or oh, whatever, yeah. and, like, the, like, Leipzig back, so really jumping back. But did you see the Brett Hole thing where he was like, oh, yeah, it's not as good, like, because we can't, like... All the fun got taken out of the game because we can't I don't what his have. quote was, but it was essentially, like, we can't just be horrible people. <laughs> And that was like a day after, wasn't game? it? Yeah, what? That was like the day, like that week of the yeah, controversy. Yeah, no, it was about that quote. It was about like... That's amazing. That one was disappointing to me too because it's like, you know, we, we could always hold Brett up as like the good Hull. <laughs> like it was like, okay, Bobby Hull's terrible, but his son was really good. And so, you know, we could just like enjoy that. And then, yeah, he comes out and he's like, man... It really sucks that, like, I have to be a human being now. Would you guys get canceled to save the honor of your father? <laughs> no. Is that, is, that, is, that a, is that not an amazing way for a son to show love? <laughs> well, I guess we still have Dennis Hall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, did he play hockey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. He was pretty good, too. Just not as good as Bobby and Brett. I think, it was, Never I think his name was Dennis. Uh, maybe I'm getting it wrong. So what else you guys want to talk about? Uh, we can talk about how uh, Brock is going to get coronavirus. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's what's happening? Oh, okay. Well, if you follow him on Instagram, um, he just... I've like discussed before how I think that he's very stupid. Yeah, um, yeah I can see <laughs> I that. Think he's, I think he has like the brain of a golden retriever, which I love that for him. I think that's great. I would love to go through life like that. <laughs> um, yeah, it suits him. But... He just absolutely doesn't know what social distancing is at all. He has like a <laughs> frat party at his house, essentially, has had this. Just like there's like a rotating cast of frat boys oh, that are no. at like his like lake house or whatever every day. He's living with his parents this summer, isn't he? No, I don't I know. Hope Maybe. Not. He also showed like a picture of like his dad or something for something. Well, and yeah, like, like early on, uh, yeah, under lockdowns, he was posting from like the front yard uh, at his parents' place, and they were just like doing yard work at his together. Lake house having a frat party. This is why I don't trust the NHL to do like hockey during COVID at all. Well, and also there's a bunch of Swedish players, and Sweden's fucked. Oh God, yeah. Sweden's super messed up because. Okay, I have like lots of opinions on Swedish politics, which is like very strange. <laughs> no, <Nope>, please <laughs> tell us the truth about Sweden. Please. Yeah, please. Okay, so they're good. They have... All the politics in Sweden are very good. That's my opinion. <laughs> so, like, basically, there was this, the Swedish Democrats are horrible. Yes. They are like a basically they have like white nationalist roots and are like from the roots of Swedish fascism, like from World War II and everything. Like, okay. okay, not even like exaggerating calling them fascists. Like they're legitimately fascists. And up until like 2015 or so, um, basically, like all of the other major Swedish parties like we're like we're not going to like form coalitions with them because they're like hugely xenophobic and there's a bunch of like refugees in Sweden um 
And then they gave up on that in 2018. And we're like, actually, whatever. We're just going to actually have this, like, just allow the fascists to be in our coalition, even mm-hmm. though they are, like, very aggressively anti-Islam, very aggressively, like, anti-immigration, all of this stuff. And they have not locked down completely. Um, they have the highest death rate in Scandinavia, um, which is bad because, like, people always are like, oh, Scandinavia, they have, like, really great, like, healthcare systems and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, maybe if you have a good healthcare system, you should not have, like, hundreds of thousands of people dying of a disease. Um, so... My question on that is, what's the opposition like? The opposition, like, well, the, in terms they of have, COVID. like, farther, they have, like, farther left parties and stuff. But the thing is, that, like, the center, center-right party, like, to form their coalition recently, they teamed up with the Swedish Democrats. Right. So right. they're, like, have gotten involved with all of them. So, so there's like, no public protest, no, or not protest, but, like, there's not a lot of outcry about how they've been going like about it? There's not, a huge amount of outcry, because, like, I guess, like, you can't I don't protest. know, maybe the Swedish people just, like, don't, they think that it's going to be fine. Like, their government's telling it's going to be fine. They think that everybody else is overreacting. Um, but, like, particularly, I mean, more than anything, a lot of, like, COVID stuff has been very, like, stratified over class lines and, like, racial lines. And that, like, hasn't changed in Sweden. Like, that's very true there, too. And they have a bunch of, like, most of their deaths have been people who are a lot poorer or even like refugees and stuff. That's generally how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, it's just surprising to hear from Sweden. Uh, so I guess we should not let any Swedes play in BC so when, when that happens. <laughs> and if we can't have Elias Pettersson, there's no point in having the games, really. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, who else do we have that's Swedish? Mark. I, I saw a picture. I sent. I mean, Ozzie speaking of disease, him wearing a really big cardigan. <laughs> I'm sure she enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. This is totally random, but you guys know who? Do you guys know who Stieg Larsson is? Isn't he the defenseman yeah, that JD like, really liked? Writer, the girl with the dragon tattoo, right? That's that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he was his like main thing that he did when he was alive, like because those books didn't get published until after his death. His mm-hmm. main thing that he did when he was alive was he was like an investigative journalist into far right militia groups in Sweden. Yeah. Um. And when he died. He actually never intended those novels to be published. He had a will where he left all his money to the co- like Communist Workers League in uh, in Sweden. Okay. And but uh, yeah. because he was never like officially married to his wife for like security reasons, and his will was never witnessed, it was declared null and void. Yikes. And then his family, uh, the so his um, all his money went to like his like dad and brother. And they like published those books and made like millions of dollars off. Oh, yikes. So, uh, yeah, don't buy buy those books. It sucks. Um, Stieg Larsson, cool guy. Maybe uh, like steal those books or something. (laughs) I uh, you probably can't be on a podcast where I'm encouraging people to commit crimes. Can you be? (laughs) I'm not (laughs) stealing a book. is a crime. Parody, 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 (laughs) satire. (laughs) You know what? You're right. You're actually right, Jackson, about that. (laughs) Um, I for a brief period of time or not. I was obsessed with, like, when I would uh, go on these Wikipedia binges of, like, world leaders and, like, trying to suss out, like, who sucked and, like, who maybe, uh, if there's a possibility that there are good people out there. Uh, one guy I got really into was the Swedish prime minister in, like, the 70s and 80s, oh, Olaf yeah. Palma. And he was, like, 
he ruled. He was one of the very few Western or Northern European leaders who just said fuck off to both the USSR and the US. Nice. <laughs> but especially the US. Uh, he, he had a lot of like really good relations with Cuba, uh, and, uh, with all these other like smaller, uh, socialist states. And the other thing was like, well, he was one of the main leaders that brought in the welfare state in Sweden. Uh, like he, he probably did left punching as well. Uh, he was the Labour Party leader, but he sure. probably did left punching. But it was like one of the few Swedish leaders, or one of the few world leaders. I was like, okay, this guy's this guy's cool. actually good. Like, yeah, but like, he got he he got assassinated in like '86, and nobody knows who killed him. Mm, um, I think suspicious. that's one of the things that Stieg Larsson like actually did try to figure out. But. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. That sounds like some like Gladio shit. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that is a theory for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I want to circle back to uh, hockey wives for a second, <laughs> and just ask Mal: um, Is there any evidence over the course of hockey wives that uh, Jared McCann slept with Marie Pierre Moran, Prust's <laughs> uh, uh, wife? I would love that, but no. Oh, that's too bad because he's with the Habs then, and it's like also oh, yeah, right. McCann's not drafted yet. Oh, so it's like from a while ago then, eh? It's from a while I think it's ago. From, is, it's from Miller's first season as a Canuck, which was after they drafted McCann, right? It was after they drafted him, but before, before he, he started. Movie, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's, were, were there any highlights from your time watching it? Like what stuck out to you? I mean, I'm like, I've only watched the first season, so I'm really, really hoping. Um, Nicole Brown's insane. I love her. She's great. She, You'd have um, to be insane to marry Dustin Brown. Yeah. Well, one time there's a really great time. She's FaceTiming him and he like says something. She's like, oh, what happened to your arm? And he was like, oh, nothing. Like, it doesn't really matter. Like, I just like, um, I don't know, like fell during like morning skate or something. And she says my favorite quote, which is maybe if you learn how to skate, you wouldn't fall down. (laughs) (laughs) Professional husband. (laughs) Um, And then but I'm really hoping that in one of the later seasons we get to see her learning that Dustin Brown is no longer captain because oh, yeah. she's like Whoa. forming her entire identity around this. Like she's like oh head God. bitch in the like general LA <laughs> WAGS community. Because That's amazing. Of this. And so, which is probably such a weird community to be a part of because there's like three other sports uh, that are so much more popular than that. So you really yeah. have no, you really don't have much clout. <laughs> Battle of it. Oh, I do. I did want to, um, because I replied to your heritage moment thing, I do want to talk about Lauren Richard Dixon oh, getting cyberbullied. Oh, okay, yeah. So tell 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 us this story because I don't know I a do thing not, about it. I do not know this at all. Okay. Um. So Brad Richardson was a Canuck from like. Mm. Oh, we what, we're what? well aware of Brad Richardson. He's king. Yeah. Fucking Great loved guy. Brad Richardson when he was here. Yeah. Also famed for scoring like a dick trick against the Canucks like last year or something. Yeah. No. Um, he he is beloved uh, when he played for us and he's especially beloved when he plays against us uh because he is the reason that uh the city scored that amazing goal in their last home game and he was so yeah. happy about it too he was just like this is great anyways please okay so i don't i don't know if they're still married but no they're not matter. anyway he has a wife whose name is lauren which is important to the story <laughs> and then now just like setting the stage like completely separately so it's like 2015. Um, One Direction is like still gigantic. Like they're huge. And they are on like their like East Asia world tour or whatever. And Zane 
is engaged to this girl who's in like a like British pop group or whatever. She's engaged. He is engaged. Sure. To. And so they're in Thailand and this picture gets taken of Zane and this like blonde girl like getting like close or whatever. And One Direction like fans are insane. They like, I don't know. They like don't have much to do. So they <laughs> Yeah, have, they're like, a new level of fan insanity. So they can like commit to like also figuring out the identity of this girl. Are they also um, especially hard on on him as the only brown guy in there? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Okay, that's what I thought. Or that's um, what I remembered. Like I'm sure yeah, and he like probably like dealt with a lot of that. And also and so the girl's name is Lauren Richardson that like was in these pictures. <laughs> oh my god. Um and like maybe like within a couple days of this um photo like being posted or whatever, Zane leaves the tour, like saying that it's like under stress or whatever, and then a week later he leaves One Direction, like completely. Wow. Holy shit. Um, so despite like One Direction fans like being very like thorough in figuring out who this person was, they like got the name <laughs> and then just found other more Richardsons <laughs> on the internet. And we're like Aggressively cyberbullying. Oh, that poor lady. Richardson, wife of Brad Richardson, like calling like yo saying like she was like Yoko Ono like the like One Direction and all of this, and just basically like I think she had like delete her Instagram for a while. Oh my god, it was intense. And this is the wrong person. (laughs) That's amazing. It's not even correct. Holy shit! Um, I'm looking at her diamond ring. Because it's like one of the first five things that comes up when I search for them. Oh, and then also actual Lauren Richardson was on Love Island. Like, yes, right. Two years yes. ago. Yes, that's because I tried to figure out what this story was referring to, and I like Googled Lauren Rich- Richardson and just got a bunch of stuff about Love Island that I was like, hmm, I wonder what the deal with this is. But I wonder if like this is what made them split up, like the stress of being pounded by a bunch of insane one direction fans like put an irreparable stress on their marriage very possible <laughs> extremely likely so no how uh how has been not been able to... sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's okay <laughs> oh, as always <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh basically i want to ask about uh sports watching under covid because i know you're watching korean baseball i was watching Rupert. korean baseball um I honestly started watching uh, the Formula One show on Netflix, um, which is also really good. Um, but I was watching Korean baseball just because it was that bleak. I don't know really how else to describe that. Yeah, because it was the only thing that was being played, right? And then suddenly the ESPN, ESPN just decided to try to carry it out of nowhere. Yeah, except for like the thing is that they were delaying it. So I was watching it on Twitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so did you I know did, the scores I made already? A Twitch account. I did not have a Twitch account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the um, Dinos, I think, are my team due to uh, my friend Huang also supporting him because he is Korean and he said that that was who he supports. And I was like, good enough for me. <laughs> um, it's just baseball in a completely empty stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that sounds wild. Have you read that my, uh, Mina Kimes article about Korean baseball? Oh, it, there, it was just like a it was a great piece about uh, how different the culture is around Korean baseball, specifically around bat flips. 
and how Korean baseball is a bit more rock and roll and uh, just how much gloating there is and how much shit starting there is. Um, yeah, I was really hoping Korean baseball would just like have a big breakthrough or something out of nowhere. God, man, that's uh, cause I'd be more interested to, to to watch it now. That's a thing that sucks about American sports is how like you have to be like a a nice winner. You know, and you're not supposed to gloat or whatever. Like, that sucks, man. I want more uh, of, like, Sergei Shirokov just, like, staring down fans in the, in the crowd and, like, you know, giving them the stink eye or whatever. I love that shit. Or, like, when uh, Ovi, like, slammed his fucking body into the glass and Don Cherry got super mad at him. Like, <laughs> it sucks. Like, I want the insane celebrations. There was one. We should At some point, we should watch those 24-7s. Um, the road to the Winter Classic show. Oh yeah, before yeah. they, yeah, before they, before the NHL decided maybe this isn't a good idea. Yeah, we should definitely watch those at some point because they were a lot of fun. The Caps one's really good. Um, because it has the I've seen the episode where uh Tom Wilson exclusively has ketchup in his um fridge. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but I remember there's one where. I think it's somebody on the Rangers scores a goal and then like brings his stick up and like shoots it like a shotgun. Like Mime's like shooting a shotgun with his stick and like everybody got so mad at him. And I think he like washed out of the league like a few games later. You need to like stop getting on Adam Gaudet's case for like being a racist Um, (laughs) (laughs) and maybe see if we can like hype him up more to do some more cool shit. Yeah. I mean, like at least do that like yeah like as long as like you can do that like i'll stop like claiming that you like are number 88 because you're a white supremacist (laughs) yeah yeah like the bit is kind of get because there's no more content about that at all like this whole season i kind of assumed more stuff would come out i did get blocked by his fiance oh that's Uh, funny uh, (laughs) how did that happen (laughs) um it was i don't know it was whatever like you had brought up um, his like old tweets or something, yeah. and it was that. Can you and confirm that Adam Gaudet's fiance has seen my tweet thread about how her uh, fiance is a white supremacist? <laughs> yeah, but she blocked me. Ah. Which is also not fair, because I feel like all I did was like that dude said he was going to sue me, and I like was like, you can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was great. People got so mad at me about that. Man, I miss, I miss those days. When they were just mad at me about a tweet thread and not about ruining a website. <laughs> yeah, I was really hoping Godet would give us enough uh, to mat to match like who's that? Tony- oh, Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, Adam Godet is just ha- slightly smarter than Tony D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he like went and deleted a bunch of tweets. Like he had to delete the tweets about like hating the Canucks when he got drafted. <laughs> that was what was so funny, funny about though. it to me was because it's like, well, he went back and deleted all his tweets about hating the Canucks, but not all his tweets about like hating brown people. <laughs> you know, not he didn't have tweets yeah. about that, but like all his like but politics tweets, Trump, the Trump Tuesday stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just funny. I mean, ultimately, like. I don't even think Adam Goddard is probably that bad politically compared to no, most no, or like a lot of NHL. It's just like something to like make fun of. Ex- which, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think he just grew he up in Boston. He doesn't have anything else remarkable. So I'm going to make fun of him for like some mildly bad political opinion. Yeah. And yeah. just like embarrassing 14 year old tweets that he never bothered to delete. Yeah. he's he, Look, this is a Boston kid. Like, uh, I haven't I haven't heard much worse yet. 
Yeah, like fair it's pretty impressive that like there's not like video of him saying the n-word like <laughs> yeah. maybe that of Boston like pretty much unscathed <laughs> signing bonus you probably got for them not finding a video of that I, I one thing I'm curious about is what's going on what what is call her daddy do you have any <laughs> do you have um, any insight I don't that? know that much okay. Um, okay so like I I mean I know more than you <laughs> <laughs> that's always the case though <laughs> uh, okay yeah, I mean, like, it's not that, like, exciting, because I think that they're now... I thought they were in a feud with Barstool, but they might just be in a feud with each other. Oh, so they're not the hockey podcast? They're just, like, a regular... No, they're, like, a sex podcast. Oh, okay. I, like, I, I did say that they were, like, puck bunnies if, like, Audrey and Christina didn't talk about their trauma as much, but <laughs> no, I, they're, like... The best... I was just, like, referring to their dynamic. The right, only thing right. I know about that show is that they apparently had Paul Bissonette on and then decided that he was boring and that the episode sucked and so they never put it out. And then they put <laughs> oh out God. episodes where they were talking about how, like, Paul Bissonette is boring and lame and then Paul Bissonette got really mad. I'll see if I can find the, I'll see if I can find the info on it, actually. That is, that that is wonderful. Um, oh, okay. While we were talking about this earlier, um, I... The um, Julianne Huff, um, for some reason, is like a very big like uh, tabloid fodder, I guess. Like, I don't know. Maybe suburban moms really care about her. Anyway, she's married to like Brooks Latch. Like, I don't know how do you pronounce it. Oh, Brooks Latch. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's easy to remember because anyway, he likes so sucking on that, her like, toes. You just have to read so much about his sex life. And like very recently, they were like interviewing him about because apparently they're quarantined like separately. And, like, they were, like, asking him about, like, whether or not he was, like, sad about him not having sex with Julianne Huff during, like, quarantine. It was very uncomfortable, <laughs> very weird. Um, yeah. It's I just... don't know why I'm forced to know so much about his life. <laughs> Somewhere along I the line. I can't stop reading about it. He just... There was something about him liking sucking on her toes. And I was like, I don't <laughs> want to know this. Yeah, so the only thing I know. I do. I do. To... <laughs> Somewhere along the line, he just started to talk so much about sex in, like, every interview. Yeah. I, I, I like a sex pause in NHL player, you know? I think I, we need I, to yeah, people keep complaining about players good, being boring. but I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't want anyone to be positive about sex. <laughs> I, I don't want anyone to talk about sex ever. Um, yeah, I can't find the I can't find the Bissonette thing, but basically, like, there's uh, some sort of history of a beef between him and the Call Her Daddy podcast because they don't like him and they hated him when he came on their show and never like posted I the do interview. I have a lot of respect for them. I, I hope that they like sue Barstool. That, like, that is amazing energy to bring when Bissonette is like the biggest hockey name on Barstool. And they're yeah. just actively hating him. Yeah. I no, think, that's, that's, that's awesome. I also wouldn't be surprised if like I mean obviously Spit and Chiglets is huge in the hockey world but I wouldn't be surprised if it's like not that big of a deal for bar, for Barstool. Yeah, because yeah, like yeah, it's just hockey, right? Like that's like the you know there there's a reason why hockey is um, fourth. Spit and Chicklets uh, Instagram has eight hundred thousand followers. Uh, Call her daddy has a million point one. Yeah, see there you go. A million point three. I'm so sorry. It's actually <laughs> closer than I would have thought. Like there's no there's no other competition for them though, right? Like the Cast and Juice podcast. I bet I bet nobody actually listens to that. No, not that many people. Like, not in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. You know? I mean, more people listen to it than our show. But, 
Yeah, we'll yeah in the grand clear. scheme of things, you know. <laughs> Jackson, how many people are actually listening to our show? Um, I haven't asked you in like six months. Don't worry months. about it. Yeah, that's the correct answer. Our the last time I checked, our Twitter account had 420 followers. So yeah, there you go. Sick. I did not prepare for this one at all because I was just like, whatever. We'll it's just a long weekend, shit. guys. Yeah, yeah, this is a very. Wait. This has been a very chill episode. I've enjoyed it. Wait, Mal, is it a long weekend over there? No. Are you oh. stupid? <laughs> it's Victoria Day. Sometimes, sometimes they match. Sometimes they. they, they Victoria, did, uh, Day. Victoria Day. Day and Memorial Day fell on the same weekend because why the fuck would I know? But that's what I'm saying, right? Like they have like four national holidays for military stuff. So which is like crap because oh, I mean, it's it's crap now because you can't like go to the lake, which is the only reason they should exist. Fair is for a day to go to the lake. Yeah. Every weekend is a long weekend for me, so at least these days. Um, well, thanks for coming on, Mal. This was a lot of yeah. fun. It's nice to just Thank do an episode where me. we talk about stuff that doesn't matter at all, especially when there's been a lot of stuff recently. That doesn't that's, matter at all. Well, <laughs> there's been a lot of stuff recently that required a lot of work by me and a lot of like reading, so it was nice to not have to do that. Um, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at sports underscore lesbian. Fantastic! One of the great, one of the greatest usernames, <laughs> truly, online. and one of the best accounts too. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Jackson McDonald at Fails on McDonald. God damn it, I fucked that one up all the time. <laughs> at Fails on McDonald. Yeah, uh, you can find me at Viasteran. You can find me at Moose Kayak. Uh, don't forget to pol- follow the pod at Roxy Fever and follow the fod. What? <laughs> Did I say follow the fod? You started Fuck. to. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so out of it. Um, direct your hate mail at me. I've, I I ate shit this week. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. Yep, thanks, everyone. Bye. <laughs>